Welcome to the Heal Here podcast. I'm your host, Kate Flick, aka Oracle Lightworker. I'm a Holy Fire 3 Karuna Reiki master teacher and Akashic Records reader. I also happen to be a Gemini, don't judge, a 5-1 emotional manifester and empowered empath. I am literally obsessed with helping you heal and showing you that you are your own best healer. Join me here where we will explore different techniques and modalities and where I will share personal experiences and channel guidance to help support you as you move along the spiritual and healing path. I am so glad you're here. Everybody, welcome to the Heal Here podcast. I hope you are having a bright, bright, sunshiny day despite the weather, even if it is cloudy or rainy or snowy or whatever the weather. You have the ability to create a bright, sunshiny day because you are a powerful co creator. <laughs> so, welcome to the Heal Here podcast. Thank you for listening to the spiritual karaoke of the episode. I didn't even know who sang the song. Johnny Nash. Shout out to Johnny Nash. That song just popped into my awareness. And I think it's a great reminder that if you personally are going through something right now, if there are a lot of dark clouds and obstacles in your life, a lot of rain, maybe it feels like a rainy season, just to remember that this too shall pass. This is temporary everything is temporary and that it's going to be a bright bright sunshiny day very soon so how are you doing are you surviving are you surviving this crazy month of december i mean december's wild always but i just feel like this december is particularly uh a bit crazy Our family is just coming out the other side of a lot of sickness. Like it has been crazy, honestly. Last week I had both my girls were homesick Monday, Tuesday, and and then my youngest was actually homesick Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And I had no energy all week. Like I had no symptoms, but I felt like I had been hit by a Mack truck. So I was home kind of taking care of them but at the same time not moving or not really doing much of anything like I just felt like I had been hit and then eventually come Friday when everybody was back to school then I started experiencing symptoms and felt awful for a few days and didn't move at all and then now I'm finally getting back to my old self like have you been sick as well has your family got this cold flu or whatever that's going around i hope not i hope you are healthy and that it stays away because it packs a powerful punch definitely packs a powerful bunch i also believe for me personally that it's been a combination of things like there have been ascension symptoms at play (laughs) and I feel like I'm always navigating these symptoms and I'm getting quite used to it now and I have my little strategies of what I know I need to do to help myself ride these ascension waves as I like to call them that's what spirit has kind of showed me this image over and over again as somebody surfing and like this ascension process is like riding the waves and the ebbs and the flows and just being able to, again, find the middle space and like have that strong core that you return to that keeps you grounded um, when the waters are especially rocky. (laughs) So the waves are very high. So today I'm actually going to kind of dive into all things ascension, 
talk about some of these symptoms that you may be experiencing and just give you some insight to ways to support yourself when you are navigating these ascension waves. But before I get into that, I'm curious, are you finished your shopping for Christmas? Seriously, are you? I'm not. Not quite. I mean, I'm actually pretty good, but there are still a few things that I need to get, but I can't believe it. Like how the heck is Christmas on Monday? Like Christmas Eve is Sunday, people. Like, did you have that? Is that click for you? Because I feel like it's just clicking for me right now. Like what the heck? Like, how is this possible? Haven't even made my gumdrop cake. It's, is gumdrop cake a thing where you live? Like, just curious, is this a maritime thing? Like Atlantic Canada thing because gumdrop cake means Christmas to me and I don't even like cake but there is something about this gumdrop cake with a cup of my decaf this is a thing like I I have all my little rituals and things for Christmas I get so excited like I pull out my coffee maker because I have mentioned before that I gave up coffee five years ago coffee was like my favorite and I don't even drink decaf very often just because I drink my matcha and I find that decaf can even affect me. Like I can start to feel it in my chest. Like I am so sensitive. Anyhow, but during the holidays, I throw caution to the wind and I take the uh, coffee maker down and I just find it so comforting to have like coffee percolating. Is that the word? (laughs) Percolating. Um, Coffee just you know, going in the corner, you can grab yourself a mug. And then I have my, I drink, what are they called? Nut pods, the, the nog flavor. Um, do you, do you even do Christmas if you don't put eggnog in your coffee? Like seriously, like you have to do that. Do you like eggnog? Some people hate it, but I really, I like it. Anyway, I especially like the nut pod, the nut pods, eggnog flavor highly recommend anyhow that makes me feel festive I get that going in my coffee and there's nothing like a slice of gumdrop cake mid-morning and I'm excited to add to my little cozy ritual puzzling this is what I'm envisioning a cup of decaf with eggnog creamer and puzzling oh my gosh doesn't that sound magical (laughs) sounds magical to me I'm so excited to do that so something I'm looking forward to. Anyhow, I need to make the gumdrop cake, hopefully today, or that's not going to happen, Kate. Make the freaking gumdrop cake. And I didn't make my meat pies. I haven't, the last few years have been a bit insane for me personally, just a lot of changes um, with both my parents and just have not been able to do some of the things that I normally do. And I have this tradition where I make meat pies And I love meat pies so much. It's another thing that makes me feel cozy in the holidays is having these meat pies. And um, anyhow, I didn't make them again this year. I'm hoping next year I'm going to be back into my ritual. It's a process. It's a full day process with, you know, doing all the meat and the crust. And it's just, it's, it's a lot, but I enjoy it. It just hasn't, it didn't happen this year. Anyhow, that's for next year. I'm letting that go. And that's what I'm hearing right now. If there's anything that a ritual or tradition that you had to let go of this year for your sanity so you could keep your head above water, let that shit go. Ooh, excuse my language. Just explicit alert, explicit alert. If there's children in the car, I'm very sorry. I apologize if you're listening in the car. (laughs) Um, But yeah, let it go. It's okay. You can do it next year if you feel called to, but release any guilt that you were holding for not doing things maybe exactly like you've done in during other holidays or yeah just let it go you are doing the best that you can and the best gift that you can give yourself sometimes is letting go of some of these traditions and rituals and I love traditions so much but what do they say traditions are peer pressure from dead people or something like that did I talk about that last week I mean, and some of them are like some traditions I just love so, so much. And traditions make me feel cozy and safe and comforted. Like I love traditions, but some traditions you need to let go of because 
you need to ask yourself, am I doing this because it makes me feel good? It makes me feel happy? Or am I doing this because it's peer pressure from a dead person? Like this is how it's always been done. And this is what the expectation has, has been. So cut yourself some slack. If you need to hear that today, cut yourself some freaking slack and let go of anything that is causing you stress right now because the most important thing is, you know, being with people that you love and sharing memories and doing things that bring you joy and bring you some peace because we all know that there's a lot of unpeaceful things that are chaotic things that are happening in the world and lots of tragedies have you know occurring and this holiday season it's important to cultivate peace for yourself and within your rituals and traditions um and and just try to foster that sense of peace within your own little community first and it's not to say to ignore things that are going on in the world but if you are too connected to that, that like I'm just seeing these chords people have going out from themselves into all these, into all the unrest and the tragedy and the, you know, the violence and the fear in the outer world. And I'm just seeing it draining you so much. And you have to, you may feel like resistant to this. This may feel selfish, but you have to protect yourself first. You have to put on your oxygen mask first. We've heard this so many times, but it's true. And it's also true during times of unrest within the collective. Like you have to put your oxygen mask on first. And sometimes that that means disconnecting from the noise. That means focusing on your little family and yourself and doing things that bring you joy and peace because you have to cultivate it. Like if we wish to see peace in the world around us, we must first find it within ourselves because we won't see it. If if everybody in the world could start to cultivate peace within themselves within themselves first, if every, you know, everybody could do this, we would see it. It w- it would expand out into um the external world. Okay, if you could start to cultivate it from within first, we would see it reflected in society. Okay, so you can make a difference. If you want to make a difference this holiday season, start with yourself. Start cultivating peace within. That is the best gift that you can give to humanity, especially during these times where you feel helpless. Like, how can I feel helpless? I want to help and I I don't know what to do. How can I help? It's like, start with yourself. That's how you can help. Okay, start with yourself and look for ways that you can cultivate that peace within. Okay, before we get into today's episode, just a reminder that there is a Reiki Level 1 and 2 training coming up, and it's going to be running January 14th and 21st. If you have been feeling the call to Reiki, what a beautiful gift to give yourself moving into 2024 and when I'm talking about cultivating peace within honestly like connecting with this higher frequency energy is the best gift you could give yourself like if you are on the self-healing path if you are on the spiritual path there's just so much that being attuned to this energy can bring to your life being attuned to holy fire allows you to give yourself healing every day. Okay. You can engage in self-healing. Don't have to look outside of yourself. You can also share that with friends and family or clients. It is just an amazing gift that you can give yourself and give to those around you. Okay. It's a contribution to the collective. I really believe that our world would be a much, much different place if everyone was attuned to Reiki. As I've mentioned before, you can start learning today. You have access to my online platform today when you sign up and you can start learning. The modules are very bite-sized. They're, it's not like a three-hour video that you have to slog through. It's like, oh, two-minute video on how to do this, three-minute video, 10-minute video, just very bite-sized pieces. If you have ADHD people, this is for you. 
<laughs> I created this. An ADHD brain created this for you. <laughs> so you can pick away at it in, in bits and pieces and then come back and say, oh, how do I do this technique? Oh, wait, here's a two minute video on how to do that. Or what does this mean? I can come back to it. And that's the beauty of having a hybrid model is you can come back to the information whenever you need to. And then we also are meeting in person. So you can ask questions. We practice together, do the experiences together, the placements together. It is the best of both worlds. So if you are looking to learn a modality to help support you in your healing, your friends and family in your healing, if you are looking to expand yourself spiritually, like step into your spiritual gifts and connect with your intuition, this energy is just so supportive. I cannot stress that enough. Um, if you are feeling called, it's for a reason. So I would love to have you January 14th and the 21st um, in Reiki level one and two, and it's a certification program. So you actually would be certified at the end of the program to be a Reiki practitioner, which is amazing. You receive your certificate, you receive a digital manual. This course has it all. So I would love to be your guide on the Reiki path. If you feel guided to this course, I also have Reiki master course coming up and I'm going to be releasing the dates of that soon. I have people in the course. I'm so excited. Becoming a Reiki master is a major step in your spiritual development. Okay. Everything changed for me after I took my Reiki master training, like your life will not be the same. My gifts all opened up and it really helps you uh, connect with your soul's purpose. Like that Reiki will help you recognize, become aware of your soul's purpose and also empower you to fulfill it, which is a like, very unique quality of this energy. And so if you are someone who's on the spiritual path and you just kind of feel like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. I feel a bit stuck taking this course. <laughs> you are guaranteed to shift. Okay. Things are going to change and more layers are going to be pe peeled away. Um, during the healing process, it is so, so profoundly healing. So I would love to have you in the upcoming course. And last, but certainly not least, I have the bridge coming up, <laughs> the 5d Ascension Akashic records training and that is going to be coming up in either January or February. I'm still nailing down dates. We got lots of people signed up. I'm super excited. There will be three live sessions and you will become attuned to the bridge frequency, which enables you to enter the records. There will be Reiki healing. There will be an opportunity for Q and A and also a new addition to the course, which I am super excited about. I reached out to Karen Hibble, who does past life regression hypnosis, and she is creating a special attunement, audio attunement hypnosis for my students to help clear blocks and facilitate entry into the Akashic Records. She also is an Akashic Records reader, so she is very experienced in this area. So I am super excited to add that to the list of things that you receive when you sign up for the bridge. So if you are feeling called into the Akashic Records, again, I would love to be your guide. I would love to help show you the way. So that will be happening January, February, I believe for the live training dates, there'll be three of them. So and as well, there will be pre-recorded uh, modules that will be released. Okay. With all that being said, let's jump into Ascension, <laughs> the Ascension process. You may be wondering, you may be very well aware of what Ascension is, or you might be like, what the heck is Ascension? And you could probably find lots of different explanations or descriptions um, but my understanding through working in the records is this ascension process is the process we are all going through to some degree. And some people are more on the ascension path. Like I, 
what I'm hearing is that we will all be affected in some way, but some people will choose not to follow the ascension path. Okay. They will still be affected to some degree, but some people will choose not to spiritually awaken and evolve. And and that is okay. We cannot make anybody, um, follow this path. Um, we are all going to be affected to some extent, but to what degree you ascend and awaken and evolve in consciousness. Um, you know, you have that within your soul's contract, you have free will. So people will be experiencing ascension in different ways and to varying degrees. But my understanding through working in the records is that the ascension process process is our spiritual evolution, our evolution in human consciousness. Okay. We are consciously evolving and we are waking up. We are expanding our consciousness and that is through ascension. And earlier today, I went into the Akashic records and I wrote down some notes. I have some notes here. Most times I don't have (laughs) notes for the podcast, but Today, I've got my little trusty notebook here, and I'm just going to chat about some of the things that channeled through this morning whenever I was in the records. So again, the ascension process is something that is happening collectively right now, and we are ascending and transitioning from 3D consciousness to 5D consciousness, and that is having an impact on every part of ourselves, like all of us. It's not just something that is affecting our consciousness. It is also affecting our physical bodies. And this process involves us taking more light into our bodies. Okay. And what I have learned, and again, you may hear different things, different places. This is just what I have learned through my work in the records, and that's what I'm going to share with you. Um, But what I have come to learn is that we are taking in more and more light and the light is essential to us expanding our consciousness. Okay. And our bodies need to accommodate this light so that we can grow and expand our conscious awareness. Okay. And so as we are taking in more light, our bodies go through a recalibration. Okay. Because it's like, it can feel like a shock to the system taking in this much light. And so a lot of us are greatly impacted. Like when you hear about the solar flares and the Schumann resonance, like what I've heard is like, these are influxes of light coming to us. And every time this, you know, a solar flare happens and like these, you know, these light codes are coming down. They're going to jolt us. They're going to have an impact and they're, they are upgrading us. Okay. They are helping us expand our conscious awareness, but there's a recalibration that needs to take place. So it's not always comfortable. It can't just come in and expand our awareness and like, and that be it. There has to be, it's like, they're showing me, it's like, um, like what's the word jumbling things up? Like it's things get all disheveled. Okay. Because it's like, you get rocked by this light almost. It's like, okay, we need to adjust to this now. Like there's needs to be an adjustment period. So what I've learned in the records is that taking in these light codes. Okay. Like it's affecting all parts of ourselves. Okay. Like ascension is not just, you know, to do with your conscious awareness. It has biological, mental, emotional impacts. It's biological, mental, and emotional process is what I've heard. And it is, these processes are taking place to allow us to calibrate to these higher frequencies, higher, you know, the light that's coming in so that we can spiritually and consciously evolve. So as I mentioned before, for us to be able to hold more light, our bodies must 
adjust. And through that adjustment um, process, we sometimes experience physical symptoms and emotional symptoms as well. There's a detox that happens, okay? Because we are letting go of the things that are not in alignment. And what I was shown in the records that this is much like what happens whenever we are, um, when we become attuned to Reiki, for example, there's what's called a Reiki detox and people can experience physical or emotional detox symptoms after a placement. It's because your body has been attuned to a higher frequency and there's a letting go that occurs where you release what is no longer in energetic alignment with the higher frequency that you've been attuned to. So people get flu-like symptoms. Some people are very emotional. Um, it, like There's just a lot of, of different physical and emotional things that can happen through a Reiki de- detox. And what I was shown is that this ascension process, like the detox that's involved is very similar to the Reiki detox. And so when we're talking about ascension symptoms, this is what we were talking about. This is the, you know, the after effect or sorry, the effects of our body taking in more light to expand our consciousness and then our bodies needing to recalibrate and adjust to these higher frequencies and then a detox sometimes happens okay and so again i mentioned a letting go needs to occur during the recalibration of things that are no longer in alignment and that could be habits that could be foods it could be relationships okay anything that is lowering your frequency or is not in alignment um, with where you are now okay and where you are with within the ascension process, within the expansion of your consciousness, it's, these things are not going to be able to exist. Okay. It's going to be extremely uncomfortable. If you try to hang on to some of these things, it's going to, yeah, things are not going to probably feel very good for you. So it's best if possible to just surrender when you are going through ascension symptoms. If you're going through periods of change on the ascension path is to surrender and trust that what is falling away, okay, needs to fall away. If you're experiencing discomfort, your body is recalibrating. And just, again, know that this too shall pass. And, you know, the song that we, we were singing today, There Are Brighter Days Ahead, was, oh my gosh, how am I forgetting? Oh yeah, it's going to be a bright, 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 sunshiny day. Okay, on the other side of this, there's going to be more moments of sunshine okay and peace so i'm just going to take a few minutes here to talk about some ascension symptoms so again ascension symptoms are basically what can come up when your body is trying to recalibrate to the you know the influx of light coming in okay and to higher frequencies and we sometimes experience these maybe undesirable symptoms Okay, so you and I've been experiencing a lot of these lately. Um, There's so many different symptoms that you could be experiencing, but I'll just go over some of the common ones. So fatigue, like if you are experiencing like extreme fatigue where you feel like I did last week, like you're being hit by a truck and you don't really have any other symptoms, but it's just like, I can't move. I don't have the motivation to do anything. I just feel so tired. That is a very common ascension symptom. And it's really important to not push through these periods when you feel this way, okay, is to honor your need for rest and to let go of any guilt, okay? And if you're somebody like me who has spent a lot of their life striving, Okay, and doing and getting, you know, validation through that, like through striving and doing, it's going to be very difficult, very uncomfortable for you to honor your need for rest because you're probably going to tie your self worth to your ability to do things. (laughs) And when you're not doing things, that could affect like how you see yourself. Like, I'm lazy, I'm this or that. Like, no, you're not. 
you're honoring your body. Okay. And that's something I've really been focusing on doing, like sleeping in when I need to, skipping my workout. And that it's just listening to my body and knowing what it needs in the moment. And again, just surrendering to that, just listening to my body and surrendering to that. Um, another thing you may be experiencing is a lot of like either anxiety or like feeling a lot of energy in your body. There are some days that I've, I've woken up and I can like, I don't even get out of bed and I can feel energy buzzing in my body, particularly around my chest. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, where's this coming from? It It's similar to feeling anxious, but even a bit different and more intense. But I'm like, I have nothing that I'm anxious about right now. I have no idea what's going on. Like, where's this coming from? And it's so uncomfortable. I'm like, what the heck? Like, <laughs> what? Like, especially when you wake up feeling like that, it's just like out of the blue. And this has been happening to me periodically. And again, that, that can be, uh, an ascension, ascension symptoms. And more often than not, I'll do some digging around on the internet and then they'll be like, Oh, today the Schumann residence was like spiking crazy off the charts. Or there was a, this crazy M class solar flare. I don't even know what an M class solar flare is. Talked about this before, but whatever it is, well, it's, it's the light coming in. Like, I don't know the scientific explanation. I know that these solar flares, there is a purpose for them within the ascension process and bringing more light to us. Like I get that. And, but I don't know, like the technical, I don't know, you know, I just look at the graph. I'm like, oh yeah, okay. It's spiking, (laughs) but there's always a correlation on those days like that I'm feeling that intense energy in my body and what's going on with like the Schumann residents or solar flares. So when you feel like that, I'm going to get into what to do, I guess. I'll, I'll stick to the symptoms now and then we're going to talk in a minute about what to do when you're feeling that energy in your body. Um, you may be experiencing insomnia. Okay. Like there's lots of people who have their sleep very affected. Um, whenever the, there's more light coming in and, you know, throughout this ascension process, getting up at like two or four in the morning, like, you know, maybe sometimes you're waking up because you're feeling that, that energy in your body. Okay. So people can have really disrupted sleep during this. Um, you can have aches and pains. Like my husband and I both have had periods of time where it's like, I just feel like I did a crazy, like weight workout. Like my body is sore. I haven't done weights in a while. And like, how is this possible? And he has the same thing and it goes in a few days. It feels very, you know, it's, it's just comes out of nowhere and it's there. And then it leaves. It's like, what was that? And so some people will experience aches and pains in their body. And like, maybe your back is acting up or your shoulder, like people can get it in localized parts of their body, but you can literally experience ascension symptoms, um, you know, in your, like you can feel it within your body. Okay. And it can manifest as like aches and pains. Um, one ascension symptom that I've been experiencing a lot lately is nausea. Okay. And just like waking up, having no desire to eat, my appetite is gone. Okay. And it's just like, nothing sounds good. And I'm a huge foodie. Like I freaking love my food. Like it's just the thing that gets me super excited is food. I love to take pictures of food, eat food, talk about food. (laughs) I love food. And it's actually a bit depressing. Like that's one of my worst ascension symptoms is when my appetite goes because nothing sounds appealing to me. Like I don't even want to eat. I'm like, is this how normal people are? Because I know my husband, he's not a huge foodie. Like one of my daughters and my husband are both like, whatever, food is food. I eat food. Like I don't get super excited about food. And the, my other daughter and me are like extreme foodies, like get excited about food. And so when I'm going through this, you know, nausea and like lack of appetite and lack of interest in food. I'm like, is this what like normal people feel like? Like non-foodies feel like? Like, oh, food, I have to eat it to live. Like whoop-de-doo. I'm like, cause that's so boring. (laughs) 
like it always makes me so sad whenever this ascension symptom and it's been happening so much lately so much and during those times I am really called to just have more smoothies and like soups and like lighter foods and and I know again like this is when my appetite is affected in that way it's it's for a purpose it's because my body wants me to focus on on those lighter foods more and more hydration okay um that that's going to support me through the, the ascension process at that time so again i just tune into that i let go of any expectations around what i should and shouldn't be eating okay and sometimes i'm going down to like one meal a day like the past week or so like one meal a day barely even getting that in but mind you you can also experience it experiencing experience it on the other end where you are ravenous and this has happened to me i went through this for many months okay this is probably even more so in the last couple of years where it's extreme hunger like can't fill myself hungry all the time just like explosive appetite like and i also kind of you know, you judge that sometimes like, why am I eating so much? I shouldn't be like, I just ate like, and I'm very careful around, like I'm very aware of blood sugar spiking. Like I'm the weirdo that got a, like this was years ago. This was like five or six years ago. I got a glucose, like a blood glucose monitor, like a, a continuous glucose monitor that people with diabetes that they get. I feel like maybe I mentioned this before, but that was a Christmas present I asked for. So I could mon- monitor because I was, you know, I've been very into health and nutrition and just so I could monitor how different foods affected my blood sugar. And I would like monitor the spikes and see, like experiment with different foods. And like, so I'm very aware of how, um, my body is affected by certain foods and I'm very much into, you know, eating like the pro like not eating just carbs for breakfast not i eat carbs but you know how that's going to spike your blood sugar if you're interested in that like glucose goddess i followed her many, that's how i got into this like many years ago um and she she's a great resource if you're in into that sort of thing with blood sugar well how did i even get talking about this oh yeah anyway so i was eating you know lots of proteins and healthy fats and everything in the mornings and savory breakfast and still being like ravenous throughout the day. I'm like, what the heck? Like I shouldn't be going on this. Like, is this a blood sugar roller coaster? Or why am I hungry all the time? But I've come to realize that that's where I was at, at that at the stage of the ascension process that I was in for a number of years. My body was needing me to take in more calories. Okay. And that's what was important to me. It's interesting because I see a medical intuitive and she's amazing. And she actually told me a couple of years ago when I was just like, I can't fill my, I can't stop eating. And she said, and I, it was especially at like three or four in the afternoon. It was crazy. I'm like, I cannot like, it was ravenous. I can't even explain. And she said, my metabolism, like intuitively, she told me my metabolism at that time of day was like revving to three, three to four hundred percent, whatever that, like, I guess above normal. I don't know, but again, I just know now that that was part of ascension for me, and like now I've been moving more into these periods of time lately, and I know I don't, I know at this point not to attach to anything because it always can change, but like. The last, mm, I probably even at least a month where I've been going through actually more than a month, I'd say, what is time? I'm terrible. I never, I never know if it's like a month, a week, a year. I think it's been probably a couple of months, um, where these periods of just not wanting to eat one meal a day, just wanting just very much like fruits and vegetables, things that have hydration, like in them, like eating foods that naturally will hydrate me and needing lots of electrolytes and water and broth based things. Anyhow, um, the nausea is not fun though. (laughs) I don't, I hate that. I want, I want my food. I want to love my food. Um, another thing that I've been experiencing personally is a lot of 
purging through my skin. So like purging happens a lot when we're taking in all this light. Okay. It's like that final release through the skin and you're purging things. And I started having in the last couple of months purging through my eyes. And so like I never had issues with my eyes. I started like losing eyelashes, getting crazy rash all over my eyes, like waking up, barely could open my eyes, couldn't wear makeup. I look kind of like a monster. My eyelids are swollen. I'm like, what the heck is happening right now? And intuitively I knew it was to do with ascension. It was purging. Like energetically, I knew I was purging, but it still sucks. <laughs> it still sucks to be purging from the eyes. <laughs> let me tell you. And so and and I should mention now, like, even if you intuitively know some of these things are energetic or to do with ascension, you still should go to a doctor. Okay. If you're concerned, if these things persist, then you're going to want to get things checked out. Like, uh, I don't want anybody saying, well, okay, she said that this was ascension symptoms, so I shouldn't get this checked out. Okay. As I've mentioned many times before, I am not a doctor, <laughs> um, but it's always a great idea to get things checked out by a medical professional, but I've come to realize for me, like I've, I've done my due, due diligence and it, I know intuitively that it's ascension, a symptom. So anyhow, I kind of tried to deal with the eye thing and then kind of got it under control with a few over the counter eye drops. And then it just kept coming back. I'm like, what the heck? And so I eventually, it got really bad a few weeks ago and I made an appointment with an eye doctor and I was actually at my dermatologist before for, cause I have to go every year, um, just for a body scan. And like, I had asked her about my eyes and she's like, you really should go to an eye doctor. I think probably it's ocular rosacea. That's something I've struggled with. She's like, but go to an eye doctor. And then, you know, if they think it's ocular rosacea, then I can see you for that. So I made an appointment with the eye doctor and then she was amazing, but she like thoroughly checked me out and she's like, no, it's not ocularization. She couldn't find any root cause. And I wasn't surprised because I was like, this is ascension. I know I'm purging, but I'm just, again, doing my due diligence. And I was like, well, maybe it is ocularization because I have rosacea and it wasn't. Anyhow, so she gave me some special, like some prescription eye drops and they're like, I think there's steroids in them. I was like, uh, I don't really want to take these because I know this is a 5d thing. Like it's a 5d illness and I don't really want to take medication. Like I felt some resistance. Luckily I had an appointment scheduled with my medical intuitive. Like I just see her every maybe six months. She always just intuitively tells me like, you need to book again on this date. I'm like, okay. Anyhow, I went to see her and she always asks what supplements or medications you're taking. And I have some supplements I take. I don't take any medications and I feel, I always feel a resistance to taking medications and I know that they're necessary sometimes. But anyhow, I said to her, I just had these eye drops prescribed. Is this something like, are these supporting me? And she said, yes, take them, take them for the full dose. Like she strongly said to keep taking them. I was like, okay. And so I took them, had taken them for two weeks, cleared up my eyes. I had so much relief from pain. Anyhow, it's interesting because a few days after I started using the drops, I feel like this was a huge confirmation as well, other than my medical intuitive saying that, um, was that I, I think I read somewhere, heard somewhere, someone say that it is okay. Like even if you are suffering from a 5d illness, okay, something that's energetic, like some of these ascension symptoms, sometimes they actually, even though they're rooted in 5d, even though they're energetic at the root, you may need a 3d medication to help you move through it. I was like, okay, well, this is a confirmation because that's what I was struggling with. Like feeling resistance. Like I know that this, um, I thing is a purging. I know it's energetic and I felt resistance. I'm like, I don't really want to take conventional medicine, but then I, I have come to realize and receive guidance myself after that is like, sometimes we need to take 
the medicine. So somebody maybe needs to hear that today. If you're feeling like you're very into the natural and you know, the energetic roots of things and you're like, I don't, you know, you're resisting taking a certain medication. Maybe you need to take that. Maybe that's part of the plan. Um, maybe not. I'm not telling you what to do here. You need to tune into your own guidance. Um, but for me, I, you know, know that I needed those eye drops and those were necessary for me, um, to heal my eyes. And I, I still do know that the purging was energetic, but, um, as well, the purging, holy crap, like getting these, like, it was kind of like a cold sore, but not like almost like fever blisters on my lips. Like they're erupting out of my lips. And I'm like, what the heck? Like this happened to me as well. Um, when was it? Maybe this fall where I hadn't had a cold sore in years, years and years, and then just started getting them like, and it would just like, they're overpowering. I'm like, what is happening here? More than one. And someone else in the spiritual community was talking about it on their Instagram. And I was like, oh my gosh, okay, this is so energetic. Like we were both going through a purging. So if you're seeing like rashes, oh, and I got, I think I talked about this, um, was it this summer? When was it? Or this fall? Again, time, I have no idea, but whenever I was <laughs> gross, but that crazy armpit rash, like crazy, like, do you want to see the pictures? No, you don't. So bad. And it's like, I don't get these rashes. Like I never got an armpit rash to my knowledge. My, my memory's bad, but I don't really remember getting this, a terrible armpit rash. Like never remember having my eyes being affected in this way. Like it was crazy. So just be aware that things can be released through the skin, a purging can occur. And even though it's uncomfortable, it's a really good sign. Okay. You're, you are releasing some of these things like could be past version of yourself. It could be old energies. Just, just when it's happening, be gentle with yourself and just set the intention that you are fully releasing and you're open to releasing whatever this is that your body is trying to let go of. So you could be experiencing emotional symptoms too, like feeling, like I mentioned the anxiety, but like feeling a lot of anxiety, feeling depressed, okay, wanting to isolate, okay, and that can be a part of the ascension process as well, like feeling those emotional, like feeling the emotional highs and lows, okay, and again, they're just showing me the need to just find a steady middle space here where you're not attaching to the highs and not attaching to the lows. Okay. And just trying to stay steady in the middle because there will be a lot of ups and downs. And what I received in the records this morning is just be prepared with ascension symptoms for your five senses to be affected because they're showing me the light is basically like upgrading your senses. Okay. And like, it's almost like fine tuning them. And so they're going to be affected. And that makes sense why like my, you know, my appetite has been affected and my, actually my sense of taste, like in the last like week, oh my gosh, like nothing, like my matcha didn't taste right. I had a metallic taste in my mouth. If you get like a metallic taste in your mouth, that can be an ascension symptom, foods aren't tasting the same. And again, that can affect your appetite if like foods that you normally eat taste different. That's going to affect things most definitely. So just be aware of like any of your five senses changing that can definitely be, be an ascension symptoms because a symptom because you are recalibrating your senses is what I'm hearing. Like people can be hearing high-pitched noises more frequently, you're hearing a lot of high pitched noises in your ears. And like, that can be a sign from your angels as well, but I'm hearing it. That's a part of ascension and you can actually, your hearing can actually become more sensitive. And another thing I'm hearing is that making you more sensitive to loud noises and like <sighs> certain types of music are not going to sound the same. They're going to actually feel overwhelming to you, feel almost like nails on a chalkboard to you. Certain maybe types of music sounds that you've enjoyed in the past are going to be like, oh God, I can't tolerate this anymore because of the way that your, your sense of hearing is being 
affected um, during the ascension process. As well, when we're talking about senses, like your sense of sight, blurry vision, that's an ascension symptom I've experienced a lot, like periods of blurred vision. And again, if this is ongoing, go to the eye doctor, get this checked. But like it can, for me, it would come and go. And it was just strange. But again, it's it can be tied to an ascension symptom. Um, and the, the all our senses are tied to our clairs as well, right? And so it's like, our clairs are opening up during this process, our ability to see clairvoyantly. So just be aware that like, you know, your, your clairvoyant sight, your clairaudience, like hearing messages from spirit. Okay. Like all of these senses in the 3d are being affected. We're noticing differences because our 5d senses, you know, our ability, like I'm hearing clairs are like your 5d senses, your abilities to see clairvoyantly, hear clairaudiently, like, like these senses are, are being upgraded and our gifts are being revealed to us. Okay. Somehow I'm, I'm already at 50 minutes. Like how did this happen? Um, so when I was in the records this morning, they said that like, if you are having aversions, for example, to foods, like if you develop them to certain foods or textures, they could be temporary or they could be permanent. Like you may be called to cut out a certain food or, you know, let go of a certain habit. Like again, like alcohol, smoking, something like that. Some people I'm hearing, some people are just going to quit these things cold Turkey. And it's going to actually be fairly easy for some people because it's just not in alignment. You're not going to even really enjoy the taste as much. And like, that's kind of what happened with me with alcohol. Like, you know, I mean, there, it wasn't super easy. Like there were times and it was challenging in the beginning, like not at all. I don't think about it at all anymore, but I do remember though, there hit a point where I'm like this, when I had, it was like, cause I quit it on January 1st was five years ago. And I remember I had told you this before in another podcast, if you listen, but I gave it up for that little detox challenge thing I did. And then when I came off the challenge I was like oh I'm rewarding myself with wine and it just never tasted the same again I remember during that holiday like that Christmas I always loved to have wine during the holidays and I remember sitting at my parents house on Christmas day or no it was Christmas Eve and having a glass of wine I couldn't finish it and that's when I knew I'm like okay something's happening here like I don't think I'm going to be able to go back to this and and then I I didn't like I did the dry January and I never went back again, but like it, it just wasn't resonating with me anymore. And it just didn't even taste like that last wine that I had didn't even taste the same. Anyhow, you may find that that happens as well, which is amazing. If you're trying, if you've been trying to quit certain habits, it's definitely helpful when they don't taste the same anymore. So just be aware that might happen. And again, certain things might, you might let go of temporarily and certain things might be Um, more permanent. So let's get into what to do if you're experiencing ascension symptoms. What was coming through this morning, first and foremost, nature, nature, nature. Get your butt out into nature, okay? That is the easiest way to support your body through the recalibration process because what I was shown is like it's so grounding and I just heard you are nature. So you need to get in nature because you are nature. And so being in nature brings your body back to that state of balance so quickly. So it's like you experience these symptoms when your body is trying to adjust to the new frequencies. And it's like getting into nature just brings your body back into balance more quickly than anything. So it's easy. It's free. Get your butt into nature. Okay. And go sit in a forest, go for a walk on a trail, get outside, breathe the fresh air. Okay. That is going to help you so much. Okay. Um, they, they showed me like, be aware of the symptoms you're, you're experiencing. Your body's telling you what to do. Your body's literally telling you, this is what I need right now by the symptom it's giving you. And they gave me the example you're having like ringing in your ears. Okay. Um, you need more time and quiet. Okay. And like you're, 
you know, ringing your ears sounds are very overwhelming to you. It's like, okay, more time in quiet. It means more time in silence. It's very, very simple. Like if you're experiencing headaches are very common as an ascension symptom, they're like time off your devices. Okay. Get out of artificial lighting. Okay. It's like, they're saying it's very simple. The sim- the symptom will tell you what you need to do. <laughs> you just need to honor uh, what your body is telling you. They said no appetite, just like what was happening to me, then stop eating. I'm not, I'm not advocating like stop eating food. It's like, but I'm somebody who's like, you need to have three square meals a day. And they're like, no, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you actually maybe can benefit from not having food digesting all day long. Like maybe again, you need to just be focusing on liquids or just fruits or, you know, a fruit smoothie, these lighter things, something is going on, um, that, you know, your body is perhaps being very affected and it, it just needs foods that are easier to digest because it's already working so hard to calibrate, recalibrate from these frequencies. They said, you know, if you're feeling dizzy, that's, that's a, an ascension symptom, people feeling kind of lightheaded, dizzy, like not super grounded, like not really strong on your feet. They said, well, drink more water, (laughs) have some electrolytes and ground in nature. Okay. So they're like, it's very simple. You make it very difficult, but it is so very simple. Another thing I heard is the importance of animals. Animals can help so much with the ascension process. Like a cat's purr is so, it's just helps your body with recalibration. Okay. It helps to regulate a person's central nervous system. Like these animals can help us, you know, it's like connecting with an animal is, is similar to connecting with nature and they can help ground us. Another thing that they said could be helpful is moving your body and can be very gentle, like Again, some gentle somatic movements, a, a walk. They weren't showing me anything intense. They're just telling, showing me gentle body movement because it can allow you to um, kind of let go of some of these energies. Like, And this is what I was going to say before, whenever we talked about, whenever I talked about sometimes waking up in the morning and feeling all this energy in my body, it's just like get up and go for a walk, okay? Especially in nature, that's the best but even or doing some of these light movements or stretching, it's going to help the energy be released from your body. Okay. I also heard that energy healings, like different types of energy healings, or even like massages are going to help lymphatic drainage massages, anything, any body work is going to really be supportive for you and should be part of your, like make it a priority. Okay. Because it's body maintenance. Like you, you need to support your body during the ascension process. Hey, everybody's just thinking like ascension process or my consciousness is expanding. It's like your body is very much involved. Okay. You need to take care of the physical vessel. So energy healings, Reiki is going to be really supportive. And, and that's where, for instance, becoming attuned to Reiki is such a valuable tool moving into 2024, where I'm hearing there's just more and more, more and more light is going to be coming in. We're going to be accelerating this ascension process. So we need to have these tools. And so it's all about being self-sovereign and being empowered to be able to support yourself and give yourself Reiki every day. Okay. To support yourself through the ascension process. It's so, it's such a gift and it's also just so important. Okay. Energetic hygiene. Okay. Being able to take care of yourself energetically is like imperative. Okay, if you're not taking care of your energy body, okay, then you're really missing an important piece of the um within this ascension puzzle. So that's gonna be really important. Um, energetic protection, energetic hygiene. Like I heard that as we are receiving more of these light codes and we're opening up to receive more light, we are going to become more susceptible to other people's energies. And so that's why energetic protection is so important. Okay. Um, because when these solar flares are coming in, bringing influxes of light to expand our consciousness, we are opening to them, but we're opening ourselves up to other people's energy. So we need to be diligent every day, protecting our energy. And that's, you know, if you take a Reiki training, you can 
learn about energetic protection, okay, and how to disengage from um, and clear your energy, okay, when you've been around energies that are affecting you, okay, but I was shown that the body becomes open during this ascension process and susceptible, okay, to taking on more of other people's energies, which is not serving us. So energetic is energetic protection is so, so important. So when I was in the records this morning, again, they showed me the ascension process happening in waves. They keep showing me the water waves and they said, you need to learn to ride the waves. Okay. And to ride the waves, you know, they showed me a surfer, good surfers have a strong core. I don't know if this is true. This is what they showed me. It makes sense, right? To stay on the board, you must have a strong core. And they said, it is important for you to develop your spiritual core strength at this time. Okay. So you can ride the Ascension waves. And they said, you can do this through silence, meditation, breath work. They said that silence is the key. They said that people who are constantly distracting themselves, staying busy that, and, and just always plugged into social media. It's like, showing me that they have a weak spiritual core and they said that it you so important at this time to just slow down and learn to be with yourself be with the breath okay and find the present moment they showed me that things that weaken a person's spiritual core are stress social media lack of boundaries okay living out of alignment fear they showed me fear as a major contributor to people having a weak spiritual core. They just keep showing me this. It's like an analogy of like this weak spiritual core. And they said to strengthen your spiritual core, you must disconnect from the collective noise. Okay. They said the collective noise, like everything on social media, the news, like reporting on every bad thing that's happening in the world. They said that's junk food. Okay. For your soul, it's making you sick. I've seen this so many times about how sick the news is making people being overly invested in different world tragedies. And again, I know some people are going to have resistance to this and that's okay. I'm just channeling through what I'm receiving today. And they are saying that you need to put your focus on what you can control in your environment first, and then it will have a ripple effect. Okay. But you are, they're just showing me you're leaking energy to these other things and it's not helping anybody. They said, you're not spiritually bypassing by not being plugged in 24 seven to the latest like tragedy. And that's not to dismiss what's going on in the world and the pain and suffering that's occurring. Okay. But it just is shown to me over and over again that it's an energetic leak that's taking people's power away because they are connecting into these things and it's actually connecting into the source is fear. And I'm seeing the then fear infiltrating and that's weakening your spiritual core. And they're just reminding you that you create your reality. And they said, if we can just, if we can get anything through to you today is just, if you can remember one thing, not just today, any day is that you create your reality. Okay, like you need to remember this. It's the key to your freedom, all aspects of your life. You create your reality. That can be empowering, but it can be a tough pill for some people to swallow as well. Okay, and there are many forces at play that want to keep us disempowered. And I'm hearing clearly that it's time for us to take back our power. It is time for us to take back our power on this ascension path that we are on. And the ascension path is ongoing, okay? This is not a one and done. This is not, oh, it's going to be done next week and then I can go back to my regular life. Like this is going on for a while, y'all. <laughs> we need to get comfortable in the discomfort. Um, that's why meditation is important. Meditation can be freaking uncomfortable, okay? Like sitting and in silence, not being distracted, having uncomfortable thoughts come to the surface, facing ourselves like... Spending time with ourselves in silence without distraction, that can be uncomfortable. Okay, but we need to get comfortable with the discomfort. And it's important for us to learn about ascension and how to navigate it 
because those who don't understand the ascension process and the symptoms and how to navigate it are going to feel very helpless. Okay, like the more you can learn about this and understand it, that's empowering. And then you can then navigate ascension with more ease and clarity. So part of my soul's purpose, my soul's work is to help support people during the ascension process. And when I was in the records, I've been told different ways that I'm meant to. And there are some things that are coming, some offerings I'm going to have that are coming. But right now, the ways I can support you in the ascension process are being your guide, attuning you to Reiki, Holy Fire Reiki, to help you become more energetically sovereign, to help you learn about energy and help to harness life force energy and help to use energy to heal yourself and others. And the other way is through teaching you how to open the Akashic Records, okay? And giving you access to this wisdom that is so powerful that can help guide you on the Ascension path. And that's another way of giving you back your power. Like I feel like I am here to help empower you and help show you that you are a powerful creator and just to walk alongside you on this ascension path. So if either of these offerings, well, really it's three offerings, Reiki level one and two, Reiki master or the bridge Akashic records training, if any of them are calling to you and you want to kind of step into your power in 2024, this is the best gift you can give yourself. Like investing yourself. I have made so many investments in myself it is crazy. The trainings I've purchased and this year, substantial investments in my business and myself. And you can't go wrong investing in yourself. Okay. You, you cannot go wrong when you invest in yourself. So if you are feeling that nudge, like give yourself this gift of becoming more empowered. Okay. Giving yourself more tools to help navigate the times and the energies that we're in right now. So if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out. I'd love to answer them for you. But yeah, I'm just realizing I'm not going to talk to you until, wow, after Christmas. And I always say, I'm like, uh, am I, am I going to take a break? Maybe I'll take a break next week. I keep saying that. And then here I am. I keep showing up. <laughs> You're like, take a break gosh darn, give us a break. You don't have to listen, so <laughs> you can mute me. Um, anyhow, I hope you have a wonderful holiday, uh, however you choose to spend it. And I hope you just find some peace this holiday season, even if it doesn't feel like peaceful in the collective, I hope you can find some peace within. And I just hope that you do things that bring you joy during this holiday season and spend time with people that fill up your cup. And remember, let go of any of those traditions that aren't serving you. Set some boundaries. Listen to some of those episodes I have around boundaries and things to do during the holidays if you need a little pep talk to know that you're not alone. If you want me telling you that it's okay, don't feel guilty because <laughs> I will tell you that you do not feel guilty. Anyhow, I hope you have an amazing, amazing holiday. And I will probably see you here next week. <laughs> same time. Actually, it's same place, same ish time. Yes. Next week. Okay. Adieu. Adieu to you and you and you. Bye.